Hi, we're Chelsea and Michael. And this is the Coffee with Creators podcast. Think of it as hanging out with your buddies as we chat about content creation, social media, and life in general as creatives. So grab your favorite drink and welcome to our scrappy little podcast. Hi, guys. Welcome back to episode 12 of Coffee with Creators. We are super excited to have you here listening and joining in on the conversation. How are you, Michael? Good, Chelsea. How are you? I'm good. Fantastic. Thank you guys again for listening and for hanging out with us. First of all, I wanted to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you again for giving us another chance to be better at this thing that we're doing because we're not, <laughs> we're obviously not perfect. If you did it, if you saw my story post this morning, um, you can see how uh, resourceful I've, I've <laughs> become just to try to make this sound a lot better. I love it though. Okay. It's nice. <laughs> it sounds a little bit better. I have to be honest. And this, this new setup that I have is um, a little bit more comfortable than the previous one because the other one I was mostly just standing up or it was just really, really hot in that corner. So this one works out for me best. That's good. Do you, how was your week, Chelsea? It was good. It was um, pretty uneventful. Um, my son has, I guess, like a cold or sinus infection or something. So he's out of daycare, but my daughter is in daycare because she's fine. He has allergies and asthma and it usually like when the weather changes or something, it affects him and not her. So he is able to stay at home with us this week, and he's really enjoying that. Um, other than that, I guess we've just been doing the same old thing. Oh, great. <laughs> I mean, sometimes no news is good news, right? That's how I, True. That's how I see True. it, especially, especially when you have kids. It's like, are your kids okay? Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> that's, We're good. That's Everyone's good want, as long right? as they're not screaming. <laughs> yeah, so that's all we want. <laughs> Um, I had a very funny uh, situation happen to me a few days ago, and I know you know this this <laughs> this story, wherein um, my one of my photos was shared by this company or this brand called Movement, and if you you probably have seen their their product or their brand at some point because they're quite popular, they're they, they make watches from my, my understanding, and they've mm-hmm. kind of shifted to a more lifestyle. Uh, type of brand, meaning they they do watches, they do apparels, I think, and they do I don't know what else they do, but they're they're growing. I've Mm -hmm. seen I think the last the first time I saw them was maybe a year or two ago. And now they are at a million followers on Instagram, which is that's insane. It's crazy. It was the biggest Mm -hmm. share that I mean, it was the biggest um, page that that shared my work and actually credited me actually you know what that's not true when um when one of my photos got shared before it was shared by a page that had two million followers i think but it was a monitor yeah it was a monitor and it was sponsored by lg so the focus was on the monitor i mean i took the photo but it's almost unrecognizable because the focus was just on the monitor right gotcha but this time the photo was about of my office and people were just like uh, I don't know. They were going, they're going crazy, which is funny because this photo is actually my personal favorite photo that I've taken. And um, it was a good one. Thank you. I was looking at it last week and I was because sometimes I would scroll back to my feed and see what worked, you know, see what are mm-hmm. popular, see what are my what were my favorites. And that particular photo was my favorite uh, out of all the photos that I've taken. That's just my personal favorite. And I was mm-hmm. looking at the the stats and I said, it's funny how this photo got 
an okay amount of interaction. Okay amount, okay amount of likes. It's mm-hmm. definitely not my most popular, but it was the one that was that I was most proud of. Mm-hmm. And a few days later, which was just a few days ago, Movement shared that photo. And it, I mean, to put it lightly, I guess, it blew up, honestly. Because I was just about to say, <laughs> he's trying to say it blew up because it did blow up. <laughs> yeah, it did. And it's funny because... Um, Within that first hour of them sharing it, I think I had a surge of about 200 followers, like new followers. Incredible. And that was just insane. And I look back at their photo. I think it, to, if I'm not mistaken, because I scrolled way back, that photo has probably, it's, it's probably the most, the, the best performing photo that they've ever shared on their page. Because I've seen. For sure. Yeah, I've seen photos that they've shared that had like, 2,000 likes, 8,000 likes, 17,000 likes. This, Mm -hmm. as of yesterday, I didn't even check this morning, but as of yesterday, I saw that particular photo of mine that they shared had 25,000 likes. I'm like, oh my God. That is so cool. Yeah, but, you know, obviously I was very thankful. I was very appreciative of of that. But there's a little backstory um, with, with this whole movement thing that I wanted to share. Just a few months ago, they actually shared one of my uh, other photos. It's also an office photo. And they <laughs> they shared it. And the only reason I found out about it is because some of the people that, some of my friends, you know, some of the people that follow me and some of my friends started tagging me on that photo because it is a huge page. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. follow it. And mm-hmm. a lot of people recognized, sorry, I don't know if you can hear the, can you hear that car? I can. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry. It's our really obnoxious teenager uh, neighbor. So, gotcha. he has that really loud car, which I get it. Okay. You know, I don't. I can't get mad at that. He's a kid. But yeah. so anyway, they they started tagging me on this photo, and they started commenting saying, "Hey, movement for a big page. Why couldn't you at least tag the right creator or something like that? Because they did not even tag anyone. They did not credit mm-hmm. anyone or whatever. So." They got a lot of backlash from it, at least Mm -hmm. from my point of view, from the people that I know. And some people even DM'd them, I think. So when they shared... How did they uh, reply to that? They they did nothing. Oh, they did nothing. Oh, oh, at that point, they didn't do anything. But when they Mm -hmm. shared this new photo and it got so many many hits, I think within Mm -hmm. the next hour or so, they sent me a DM. Mm -hmm. And they said, hey, Michael, we love your photos etc whatever and then they said we apologize for not sharing um or for not crediting you in in the last photo i hope you you whatever they were very nice about that but my thing is as a brand and i actually said this i said i appreciate that because as a large brand like yours i mean that's it takes a lot for them to actually admit and apologize and -hmm. say you know i'm sorry we didn't credit you Mm, and you know, I I did say you know, okay, you guys won me over. That's fine. I like you guys now. Is my point, I guess. I like you now. But, it's okay. But <laughs> if I really think about it, you know, you have a very big responsibility as a brand to be to admit when you're wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So it would have been way better if they just edited that photo. I mean, mm-hmm. the caption. Yeah, just I'm say, really surprised they didn't. Yeah, I don't know why. It's almost like they felt the need to hide it. And especially when people were calling them out. So I'm like, "Mm, that's not, I don't know why they didn't do that. But anyway, yeah, but that was just a funny story. So 
we're good now. I like movement because they apologized. <laughs> and, you know, obviously for their share, we got a lot of hits. I think coffee creators got a lot of hits too. And you you said you got a lot of them. I did. I got probably, I mean, at least 150. And I'm assuming that it came from that because. Because mm. it was a surge. It was, it was. It was like boom, 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 like in <laughs> just a couple of hours. And I was like, where are these people coming from? And then I realized that movement had shared your photo and I was like oh that's how they found me (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is awesome I I love that I would also still like to think that they found you not just because of that you know they probably Uh, just yeah I mean I didn't say follow (laughs) Chelsea so I was like true however they found you they probably like oh I like her photos like she has good content so they started following you on their own accord no one yes yeah yes no, I agree with that. I think they probably saw your photo. They clicked on you and they saw that you were with Coffee with Creators and then they saw me within Coffee with Creators. I yeah. can only assume that's how they found me. Yeah. And anyway, you know, I don't care. Thank you so much for following along. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> that just that just also shows that there's a lot of really good creators out there that people just don't know about. And that's the True. uh the goal, right, for us to to, mm-hmm. to find our audience, and I'm I'm happy that they found you, Chelsea, because, like I said, no one told them to follow you. I didn't tell them to follow you, so they followed you because they like your content. So good job. Mm-hmm. That's your thank that's you. All I appreciate you. it. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Um, so yeah, that was my quick story. And um, before we move on to today's topic, today's topic is actually really important and just as good as I think last episode's topic. And just before we dive into that, I wanted to just say thank you for all that have sent me messages and questions and even did someone send me email I don't even remember I know I replied using my email because it was my (laughs) reply was just way too long-winded and just it's just way too detailed for for it to fit in um, uh, the, the DM so I was kind of busy because people were asking questions and the reception was good um I've gotten a lot of people comment and send me uh you know, messages saying that they they thought that was very helpful. And mm-hmm. so that was the the goal. Like, I definitely want to be able to share whatever my experiences are, especially also mm-hmm. Chelsea's from her perspective, because we are going through this. I mean, we're talking about it as we go, go through it. It's not like Absolutely. we're experts, but these are the things that we've learned so far. And mm-hmm. so far, me personally, it's been working, right? So you can mm-hmm. modify it. You can, you can... Um, you can change it, you know, to your own voice or your own personality or brand, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, and the, the one thing that I do want to mention that was asked a lot based on that episode was um, people were asking me how much should they charge? And that's mm-hmm. a, always like a tough question to answer because obviously we're all different. We all dif- offer different things. We have different audiences. Mm-hmm. But... I'm just going to share with you my very, um, very, very basic uh, rule of thumb when I first started out. I think when I had like 5,000 followers, that's when I came across this, this air quotes, uh, rule of thumb. And that when you are being sponsored a post, if someone wants to pay for a post or whatever, the rule of thumb is for every 10,000 followers, you charge 100 bucks. So mm-hmm. I definitely did not follow that because I was way under 10,000 followers and I was charging, I think, like $75. So 
but because I knew who my audience were, and these these mm-hmm. companies were smaller companies, and they they were like um, they were sharing just like very basic stuff, nothing really special. Mm-hmm. It's just hey, you know, I, I want an ad space, and you have mm-hmm. access to your audience, and they might like what we have to offer, and so mm-hmm. I charged them like seventy five dollars because I know they could afford it. Um, mm-hmm. When it crossed ten thousand, I wasn't charging a hundred bucks. I was charging a little bit more than that, and so it because it's a rule of thumb. It doesn't mean necessarily that it's a rule, so mm-hmm. you adjust accordingly depending on who your who your audience are, and mm-hmm. also this is a good um, a good reason for you to track your engagement mm-hmm. because that's what you're sure. yeah that's how you get a pulse you know to your, mm-hmm. you know of who your audience are. And really, honestly, charging, I think, depends on the engagement because it's not really about the reach anymore. It's not about mm-hmm. how many followers you have. It's about actual conversion. You know, when yeah, people, people see the product, who... yeah, will they buy it? That's, yeah. that, that's the thing. Did you, um, I mean, I know you're still, you're almost at, at that 10,000 crest, Chelsea. I'm right there. I'm at 9,400, I think, right now. Yeah. What advice cool. would you give people? In terms of yeah. pricing themselves. I was going to say when I got my very first sponsored post, I think I was at like 3000 followers or something. So not very many. Mm-hmm. And um, a company reached out and same as Michael, it was a smaller company. And it was actually, I know you guys have seen it like so many times. It's the photo that's hanging to the left of my desk. And they reached out and they wanted, you know, to do a sponsored post. They were going to pay me as well as send me the... Um, the product. At this point, I hadn't had any experience with this whatsoever. So I remember messaging Michael and was like, hey, somebody wants to pay me. Like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I remember that. <laughs> and, yeah. And um, Michael gave me some tips and things. And then I also did a Google search and same, like found the the rule of thumb, like $100 for every 10,000 followers. But I, I think I ended up charging him like 50 bucks or something mm-hmm. because it was just one post and I didn't have that many followers. But several months after that, when I had closer to like, I think 8,000 followers, another, a, lar- a little bit larger company reached out and they actually paid me $500 for mm-hmm. three posts. And I thought, I was like, oh my God, I have hit the jackpot. Yeah, It's definitely not about the, uh, the number of followers anymore. And exactly. they're willing to pay you that money because they knew that even though you had a small, more smaller following, mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty engaged uh, community. And mm-hmm. it, you're a trusted voice. People know your photos. People know your face. They hear you on your podcast. So you can, mm-hmm. there's so many ways that you can share that is worth much more than 500 bucks. That's why I'm telling you guys, yeah. it's it's not, it's not really about, there's no site, um, what do you call this? Like set price. But exactly. you have to know your audience. You have to you have to present yourself to the company as an asset, right? Mm-hmm. So when they approach you and say, "Oh, I have a product that I want you to share," how much you, would you charge? If you know who your audience are and how active they are, if someone's sending you emails or DMs asking you about a specific thing or whatever, that's a, that's a that's a good indication of how active they are, and you can present that to them and say, mm-hmm. "I have a very active following," even though they're only like. 5,000, 8,000. You don't even have to say that because they know that already. Yeah. And name your price. And my, I think I said this to you before. My little technique was to uh, kind of just throw out a, a number, a high number. Let's mm-hmm. say, I don't know, let's just pretend 
um, I would say 200 bucks for one mm-hmm. post, 200 bucks. That's not even that. <laughs> Honestly, that's not even high. That's but not that much, yeah. No, but if I say 200 bucks for a post, I'll also follow up with, does that fit your budget? Mm-hmm. And then they'll say, you know, a lot of them will say, um, you know, our budget only goes up to this. But then at least you can assess, right? You can assess mm-hmm. like how much is this company willing to pay? And once you see those numbers that they start throwing out, then you, you'll start to feel if it's a right fit or not because you start to see your value and how they see how they value you as a brand, right? Mm-hmm. You should have that um, realistic view of yourself. That's mm-hmm. why it's really important to know your audience. But yeah, I mean, that's just a really quick, um, I guess, quick uh, little tidbit about pricing yourself. There's no set price, again, but know your audience for sure. Exactly. And I wanted to say just super quickly that it is all about the engagement that you have with your audience because I was able to get a job with Grovemade simply on how active that my engagement is and how engaged that my following is. Because I don't think that they would have worked with me if it hadn't been like that. Even though I only, at that point when I started working with them, I think I was only at seven or 8,000, I think. And they were still wanted me on board because my following is so engaged and my following is more apt to buy a product that I'm promoting. Yeah. So that is why it's so, it is really important mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I know a couple of accounts who have really, really big following, but have almost zero engagement, which mm-hmm. it's not valuable to anyone. Yeah. Uh, your following is just a number. Mm-hmm. Your engagement, that's thats what really sells. So that means Absolutely. you have a voice. That means you are trusted in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's great. I mean, I just wanted to cover that really quick before yeah. we actually dive into the main topic, Chelsea. This is a... Moving on. Yeah, I'm actually really excited <laughs> about this one because Chelsea and I were talking about this about maybe two weeks ago when... It, was it two weeks when MKBHD Marquez... Last week. Oh, was I it, think last, it was week? last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Last I week. I think. Yeah, I'm just getting old. I don't know. Me too. <laughs> so M- MK MKBHD, if you don't know, is a very, very big tech YouTuber. And yeah, he's his probably name the most is Mar- Marquez Brownlee, if yeah. you don't. If you don't know who MKBHD is. I always get that wrong. So I always just say Marquez. Marquez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just in case you guys don't know who that is, it's Marquez Brownlee. He's a giant youtuber mm-hmm. you probably do know who he is but yeah. yeah you should know who he is he's really good yeah, with tech should. reviews yeah yes um, for sure because he does he does have that air of um like authenticity like yeah he's just like he I mean? seems like a cool guy like you yeah. would want to just like hang out with and mm-hmm. like talk tech with and that kind of is what it feels like when you are watching his youtube videos yeah. it's like you're just there talking tech with him so yeah. you feel like when you when you see him like in the streets, he'll just be like, "Oh yeah, cool." Yeah, like he's super chill. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's why people like him a lot. I like For him sure. a lot. He's my he's my number one, like, tech YouTuber like that I follow. Oh, for sure. He's definitely number one. Yeah. Um, Marquez, if you ever want us on your podcast, just let us know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're open. Actually, We're you know open. what? Let me let me look at our schedules first. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it might be it might be a little tight on the schedule. I don't know. We'll have to get back to you. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so, so he brought up a really good topic, and which is his title was "Should you trust MKBHD?" Meaning, should you tr- should you trust him and his reviews? And the topic revolved around sponsored posts. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, that's when I realized that, you know what, that's true. Like, Chelsea and I have been getting a lot of sponsored posts. But mm-hmm. nobody really knows what a sponsored post means. 
when mm-hmm. I was new, when I see a sponsored post, I just assume that, oh, yeah, this company paid, you know, influencer mm-hmm. A, for example, money so that they can share it. And that's pretty much it. But as a creator, you start to ask more questions like, how is mm-hmm. this going to affect my following? Will they think that anyone can buy me? Um, is it bad for engagement? What if I don't get enough likes? Is it bad mm-hmm. for the company itself? So these questions were basically present, even to this day. Sometimes when I get um, new collaborations, Mm -hmm. I still ask these questions. And it's good that we try to, I guess, demystify it as much as possible. Is that Mm -hmm. a word? Maybe. We can make it one. Yeah, if it's not, it's it's now Michael's word. Um, (laughs) In Michael's dictionary. (laughs) In Michael's dictionary. So... (laughs) Sponsor posts, what are they? And, you know, we're also going to talk about how to write or how at least I write captions that are appropriate for the sponsored post. So a sponsored post is basically when a company asks you to share their product or their service. um, And yeah, they'll pay for that. They'll usually pay for that. Um, Method of payment is either a product exchange or or actual money. Mm-hmm. But or sometimes both. Or both, yeah. Most, both yeah. is always good. Yeah. <laughs> both Usually is always if, good. What I have found, if they're paying you, they're also you're also getting the product as well. Yeah, that's almost like because a default. It, it really is because it wouldn't make any sense for them to pay you to promote this product if you don't have the product. Yeah. So, yeah, it's usually a given that they're going to also send you the product as well as a cash payment. And also... It, not always like a cash payment up front. Like it can also include an affiliate link. Yeah. Um, I found yeah. as well. So affiliate, affiliate links, that's another topic, but that's, I prefer yeah. that over cash. Honestly, me yeah. too, because mm-hmm. you have more room to make more money over time. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. Because as your audience grows, then your potential to, you know, to mm-hmm. grow your affiliates are just crazy. Yeah, but um, again, before, before we dive into sorry. like a different, no, it's okay. That's, you know, I, definitely that's a, that's a good point. Probably the ca- only ca- caveat with, um, caveat with, uh, or how do you say that word? With um, giving the product and getting paid is pro- probably cameras. I don't know anyone who mm. has been given a camera to promote and then you know, having them keep the camera or even lens. Usually it's a borrowed item. Like from the pot, the, the people that I follow, it's usually, yeah. oh, Sony, loaned me this camera so I can review it because yeah, obviously I those are expensive. I don't really know. Like, do you think Peter is given those cameras or does he have to give them back? Or even like Michael or Sam, Sam Goo. I don't want to say his name. I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> but like all three of those people that I know, well, I know Michael and I know Sam kind of personally. I mean, like I've mm-hmm. talked to them, not like I've talked to Peter, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I should probably reach out and just ask them, like, yeah, hey, you, you should. get to keep these cameras or, like, these sam- – like, I know they're samples, so do they have mm-hmm. to send them back or – My impression is that they have to send them back because I think probably. also – do you know Jason Vong? Do you follow him? Probably not because he's a big Sony shooter. But um, I know he's said that a couple times already that they, they it's mm-hmm. on loan. Um, okay. So I think gotcha. I think they, they – a lot of them are just – you know, they're just borrowing the camera for a bit. Loners. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so we're going to talk about uh, sponsors again. And so just, br- I guess to start things off, when you get a sponsored post, remember that different companies ask for different things. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily, 
you know, company A might say, we'll send you this product and you want, we just want a post. And company B might say, we'll send you this product, but we want you to post in your stories for five days straight. Mm-hmm. So there are different ways of getting sponsored. You can, and this, this is actually really exciting because you can really structure yourself, right? You can start to say, okay, for a feed post, this is how much I'll charge. If you want mm-hmm. that feed post to be a carousel, which is really popular and it's really fun to do, basically mm-hmm. they get multiple pictures in one post, then mm-hmm. you charge a different you know fee. And if they want just a story post, um, again, that's a different one. Or you can package it up. Also, stories and feed posts are very, very different. Like, yeah, some people are very active in their stories and they get mm-hmm. super crazy engagement. Like, they, remember, this is uh, within a 24-hour span of um, a time frame, right? When, they, when mm-hmm. you post a story. And it's great because it doesn't mess up your feed. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if you don't have, if you barely have any engagement on your story post, then that sucks. But some people have yeah. thousands, thousands of engagement, thousands of followers on their stories. So that's, uh, mm-hmm. that's you can market yourself in that way too. Um, so yeah, just remember that different companies have different asks or yet yeah, different requirements. Also, because you're sponsored, it doesn't mean that you have no say at all. So Chelsea, when someone sponsors you a post, do you feel like you're trapped? Do you feel like you have no voice at all? Do you feel like everything that you have to do is going to be ultimately controlled by that company? At this point, I've not I've not felt like that. I've not had a company reach out and say, like, you have to say this or you have to say that. I've always been very honest on the product if I like it or if I don't like it. Um, because I feel like that's what my following likes about me is that I'm open and honest and that I'm transparent. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I wouldn't promote something, um, that I didn't like. I've not got to the point though, where I've received something. I thought it was trash and had to send it back, like not promote it at all. Mm-hmm. I've not got to that point yet. Um, but no. So as far as feeling trapped, I've not yet. Okay, good. Come because to that, yeah. there's a lot of companies that are more traditional who will have a lot of really, like strict requirements basically Mm -hmm. say you have to say these things yeah and it starts to sound like it's not you anymore and that's Mm -hmm. that's the problem personally i don't like sponsor posts like that so when i collaborate with companies i make sure that they know that i will be speaking in my own voice in my own Mm -hmm. style no matter Mm -hmm. what that is and in the beginning i was afraid to do that because in the beginning i was just like okay yeah use my account, use my IG, mm-hmm. use my following. That's I was just mm-hmm. happy that someone wanted to sponsor me, right? But yeah. I realized that the more you um, establish your own voice, the more mm-hmm. the company will like you because yeah. what they're after is your authenticity because the more authentic you are, the more likely your followers will buy that product or service. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Because your following doesn't want to feel as if they're being pressured. Mm-hmm. into buying this product just because you are promoting it. Yeah. So, and that's why I like to be so transparent. And I did have a company, I know I talked to Michael about it, um, but I had a company reach out. They, I know they've reached out to Michael as well. And they wanted me to use a certain title for my, um, like in my content or like as my YouTube channel um, title or whatever. And Mm -hmm. I ended up writing them back and was like, you know, I will create the content for you guys, but I'm going to use my own title. And and they were fine with it. Um, but I guess that's the only like scenario that I've reached to this point where someone like tried to like control Mm -hmm. what I wrote or, you know, what I did, but 
so far I've been I've yeah. been in the clear of that. Um, I've noticed that if your account is fairly young or smaller, companies mm-hmm. tend to do that because they, they don't control it. Yeah, yeah, they still just don't have that a hundred percent trust yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. once you establish yourself more, once people see you more, once they hear you, your name becomes a household name. I think they um they trust you more. They say, oh, this person knows what they're doing. So we'll trust that mm-hmm. he or she will sell this product. No problem. So yeah. I think um, as you keep doing that, uh, you'll you'll notice that you'll get a lot less pushbacks. But that's not to say that you you won't get any because I've gotten some and mm-hmm. I've learned to promptly just say no. Right. Like yeah. I've had yeah. companies say, we want you to say this. And I'm like, no, I don't agree with that. And then uh, yeah, ultimately yeah. they said, OK, well, maybe this doesn't work. Or I, actually, mm-hmm. most of the time I would tell them that this doesn't work because companies will try to push you. They'll try mm-hmm. to convince you that this is the right way of doing it. And then you start to mm-hmm. sound. And that's that's what's damaging because they're paying. Let's just pretend they're paying you good money. Right. Paying you good mm-hmm. money. But you're damaging your brand. Your your brand at the end of the day is going to be less reliable and mm-hmm. which means you'll have less collaborations less, in the future, less everything. Yeah. So when someone sponsors you, we have to be very careful with, you know, not losing our voice, right? Yeah. Like you have Absolutely. to, you still have to be yourself because guess what? That's what sells. Being yourself is what actually sells. Um, Absolutely. And you know, when you give like, I know James and I always like a pros and cons list. If you, when you're reviewing, not really reviewing something, but when you're promoting something and you said, you know, I've had, I've had hands on time with this product, um, whatever, and whatever company sent it to me, I found these things that I like. And then I found these things that maybe could be improved or, you know, things that maybe I didn't like about it. And I think that is really important too, because people see that you are engaged with that product or you're as again you're being transparent you're not like shooting rainbows you're not telling them oh yeah i like this product and i i got it for free you know (laughs) like when whenever you post something on youtube you're reviewing it one of the most at least for me one of one of the most common comments i get are oh this is totally sponsored which for some reason I don't know why in, people post that on your on your thing. People just like, like all the time. They all the time are like, "Can you write that this was sponsored? Can you tell me I know. that?" In I my like, latest what? video, I made it very clear. I mean, I actually like what YouTube did, where you can see from the very beginning. Yeah, it says mm-hmm. uh, paid promotion included or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. even then, I had that. I still made a really pretty obvious. Um, disclaimer in the beginning, like this was sent to me for free. And for some mm-hmm. reason, people have trouble um, accepting that, that because it's free, you're you're lying. And that's ab- absolutely not the case. And this yeah. is why as influencers, you have a dude, you have a responsibility to make sure that that's, you know, that doesn't, uh, I guess, what's the word proliferate like in the space. Basically, it doesn't mm-hmm. people don't think that because it's a sponsored post that everyone is just lying no this is important it's important for you to share your actual thoughts and in your own voice so that you can establish yourself as someone who's trustworthy yeah Um, and i think that's why i'm sorry i think that's why marquez um you know titled his youtube channel can you trust in kbhd yeah and i think it's you know, I think what he did was great, but I think you do have to be very transparent. And I know I've said that word like so many times, but anyways. Yeah, <laughs> because <on. laughs> there's there's a lot of um, 
you start to wonder too, like, why didn't he have to make that video? And because I'm sure he sees that too. There's a lot of companies are moving. As I've mentioned before, companies are moving um, their advertising money towards sponsored posts now. Social media. Social media. Yeah. It's the because thing. Because it's so, so popular. You're going to see more and more and more sponsored posts. So this is another yeah, way. It's not slowing down for no. sure. It, this is another way for you to really establish yourself as someone who is trustworthy. So it's important for you to, fa- to find your own brand, your own voice. Because if everyone just gets a sponsored post, everyone's going to sound the same, look mm-hmm. the same, and you're just going to get lost, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate. Um, but not all sponsored posts are bad. Like when I first approached a sponsored post, I was kind of hesitant because I was afraid that people might think that I'm not authentic anymore and that people can pay me or whatever. Yeah. But sponsored posts can also be a good thing because it can be a clue to you as who your audience really are. Like, for mm-hmm. example, I never really thought I would move. I'm still moving there. I'm not even completely there yet. But when I first started my account, it was graphic design. And then mm-hmm. it was photography. And then it was desk setups. And then mm-hmm. now it's more, it's a lot of tech. So mm-hmm. I, never, I never knew that was going to happen. But because of these sponsors that were reaching out to me, I started to have a clearer idea of what my audience wants. Mm-hmm. Right? So... Every sponsor that I uh, I collaborate with, I'll get a certain amount of engagement from them. I'll say, mm-hmm. oh, this my audience really likes like some furniture, for example. They really like, uh, and they're not really fans of apps, for example. Mm-hmm. If I'm sponsoring an app or whatever, so it kind of helps you maneuver your way into this mm-hmm. whole social media space, like this branding thing. Like, who do I want to be at the end? It's a good. Uh, to me, it's just like a, a good indication uh, indicator as to who my audience are. Um, mm-hmm. And it can also help you niche down. And I know people say this a lot, like uh, very specifically find your audience, like try to niche down as much as you can, because the mm-hmm. more um, specific you are, the more effective you are to that audience. That's why audience size doesn't really matter because even if you have a lot of followers but they all follow you for different reasons then Mm -hmm. if you share a particular product in a particular category not all of those audience will like that but if you have a smaller audience and they Mm -hmm. all really like that particular category then your your rate of conversion is just much much higher so again don't think about the numbers um absolutely yeah, so that's just my little thing about um, sponsored posts. And uh, you you probably are wondering, like, at least for me, when, okay, maybe I should ask Chelsea because I'm talking a lot again. <laughs> maybe no, you should fine. ask Chelsea. They liked when you talked a lot last week. So maybe we're on to something. Maybe I'll just sit here and agree with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They liked it <laughs> when kidding. I rant. I think they like it when <laughs> I, I rant. But I, um I saw like quite a few people were like, we love Michael's rants. I'm like, that's so funny. I, I feel embarrassed. <laughs> but um, w- do you remember your first sponsor, Chelsea? I do. Uh, how do you, how did you name? feel about that? Or is that rude? Um, I was super excited, obviously, because I only had like 2,000 followers at that point. And a company reached out and it wasn't even like a huge product. It was like something that Everyone had, but I was so excited that like someone was entrusting me with this. Like mm-hmm. they thought my photos were good, so they wanted to send me a product. And 
I honestly had no clue at what to do or what I should say. So obviously I took to Google and I kind of just went from there. And I, I think I remember writing like, thanks to such and such for sending me over this product. Like it's super cool. I like using it on my desk or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of how I did. I made sure that I said that the company sent it to me. And then I probably put like hashtag sponsored hashtag ad or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And really what I learned, I just Googled. Cause like I said, I had no clue. <laughs> that, that Which brings us to another good um, topic that I want to talk about. And it's how to write your captions. Mm-hmm. in in a sponsored a post one. right yeah. so i wanted to i, I want to cover that briefly because i'm going to share with you what i've been doing when i when i write these these captions so mm-hmm. part of my thing is when, when my agreements with with sponsors is that when i write a caption i want to write it like however i want to write it and i make that yeah. clear whenever i work with them and they said okay yeah most of them will just say yes some will say will ask for mm-hmm. um a preview, which I'm mm-hmm. fine with, as long as they don't ask me to modify it in a way that changes my the, the viewer's perception. You know, yeah. it could be just little errors like, um, oh, that's not right. Like your product, when, when I say the product doesn't do this, they can be like, oh, no, it's that's not true. It, it can actually do this. You just have to do it in a different way. So mm-hmm. that's useful. So that's why I'm not opposed to sending previews of the caption. But my thing is, I'm not going to change the voice. I'm not going to change my opinion or whatever, um, as long as it's just minor little technical changes like that. I'm mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. And because of the FCC, which the federal, uh, great, I can't even remember what FCC stands for. This is yeah, embarrassing. <laughs> Let me Google it really quick. Uh, okay. FCC, the Federal Communications Commission of the United States. So basically they make sure that everyone is doing things correctly. Like for example, when you're being sponsored um, by a company, that means you're getting paid. That means you Mm -hmm. have to disclose to your viewers, your audience, that you are being sponsored, that this Mm -hmm. is a paid post, that this is, you know, all that stuff. So what I've learned is that, I mean, before that, there's a couple of different ways of doing it. Some people like to put the word ad or hashtag ad in the beginning Mm -hmm. of their caption, and then they'll start, talking about whatever it is. I've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, some people like to put the word sponsored in the beginning or at the end. The point is you have to make it very clear that this post is sponsored. Mm-hmm. And at first I was a little, you know, I was kind of scared to have a sponsored posts because I felt that if I had a bunch of sponsored posts, it's going to sound like I'm just a billboard, mm-hmm. right? Like I, didn't have my voice anymore but you can do it in a couple different ways which is pretty cool um i've learned that you can actually kind of just hide it not hide it but integrate it with your wording so Mm -hmm. instead of saying ad in the beginning sometimes i would say i would tell a story right like i would say i was really frustrated with this monitor but i'm so happy that lg for example um were kind enough to send me a new monitor. Mm -hmm. And guys, I'm going to tell you, this is the best thing ever. So Mm -hmm. it was obvious. I, you know, established from the beginning that I didn't buy the monitor. You know, Mm -hmm. it was sent to me for free. I mean, I would say Mm -hmm. that, right? LG sent me a a monitor for free. And this thing is just absolutely crazy. So you can say that without having to say ad in the beginning, without having to Mm -hmm. say sponsored in the beginning. Or you can say... 
Um, in collaboration with, uh, who did I collaborate with? I think it was Bullstrap. Okay. Um, I've worked with them too. Yeah, I said that um, Bullstrap. I'm collaborating with Bullstrap in you know with this with this new program that they're that they're releasing where they're they're giving out. I forgot what it was, but basically, you can word it in that way. You don't have to be mm-hmm. stuck with ad and then your generic message. That's probably mm-hmm. the worst thing that you can do. By the way, I never <laughs> never just put ad and sponsored and then just a generic yeah. message. You are going to lose your following. Not lose, but you're basically um, cornering yourself. You're boxing yourself in in this in yeah. this corner where oh yeah this yeah it's a sponsored. Trust me, I've seen a lot of those. And the moment I see ad and just a generic message, I'm like I'm out. I'm not even yeah. I'm, I'm not even gonna read the Zoom. rest of the message. Yeah, I'm yeah s- keep Same. scrolling because it makes the it makes the post seem less human, so yes. to speak. It's exactly. like like a robot or something had yeah. written it. You know it it doesn't feel personal. It it just feels like blah like i'm being paid to do this so i'm doing it like when you're scrolling through instagram you know what the ads are what they look Mm -hmm. like it starts Mm -hmm. to feel like that right like when you see an ad on instagram you start you keep scrolling and so if you start to caption yourself in that way you are going to sound like an ad yeah and and you then you're going to be the ones getting scrolled upon and we don't we don't want that (laughs) i've had those i mean i've had my my stuff like treated that way i'm sure Mm because in the beginning even to this day, probably, but you try to be, you try to humanize it as much as possible. You share your experience by being very clear mm-hmm. that this is still a sponsored post. Yeah. So um, that's my tip there. I don't know if you have any um, experience yourself, Chelsea, with writing like captions or stories or whatever, with especially with um, sponsored posts. Yeah, I mean, I usually just do similar to you know what you said. Like when I worked with Bullstrap, I said. You know, I've partnered with my friends over at Bullstrap. They've sent me this case, and they're also going to give away a $100 gift card to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so just something similar to that. Like, it's still, it doesn't feel, like, super generic. It still feels like I've it's still personally you. written it. You know, yeah. it's still me writing it, which it was me writing it. But yeah. same when I worked with uh, Grove Maid and I think Aperture. Like, I did, like, both a story of when the products arrived, like, I'm super excited to open this box that Grove made or Aperture or whatever has sent over. And then I'll do an actual like post on the grid. Like, thanks so much to my friends over at Grove made. They sent over this desk shelf and you can find one for yourself and link in bio or whatever. Yeah. Um, so you can tell that it's an ad, but it's not, it's not ad-y. Yeah. They sense. didn't pay you to say certain things. No, absolutely yeah. not. And mm-hmm. Aperture and a lot of the companies that, well, I think I said before, like most of the companies I've worked with, minus that one, like nobody has ever said like, you have to say this or like they've never tried to box me in. Yeah. That thing I've always pretty much had full creative control, which is yeah, which is what we want. So it's funny. Sometimes I've had a couple where they were very, they're very fighty. <laughs> they're like, like no, we want <laughs> you to say just this. Find you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I think people just like fighting me. <laughs> they just they do like to argue with you for some reason. <laughs> I know, I'm like poor I'm Michael, the easiest person to work with. Right, that's uh, so true. But caption caption writing is a completely different topic, which I think I honestly spend more time writing my captions than actually taking the photo and editing and the that's photo. That's true. That's so, so true. We'll we'll dive into that topic some other time. Yeah. But um, those are the captions are the hardest things to do. They. I 
have the are. hardest times with those. If I could hire someone to write my captions, no, I wouldn't do that. Just kidding. But <laughs> guess what? You can though. <laughs> you okay. can. Yes. <laughs> you can. There are some people who are really good with caption writing, but you have to I know they have to they they have to know your voice. They have to study how you speak. I, yeah. You know what I mean? So but there are I would feel like I would feel like it would need to be someone who I personally knew already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone who knew me already. Um yeah. To be able to write for me in that yeah. capacity that it wouldn't feel like an ad. Yeah. You know, if you so. know any copywriters or writers in general, you can even ask them like, hey, hey this is how I feel. And they can help you form words. Mm-hmm. I mean, sentences and paragraphs about your storytelling. Because mm-hmm. I like to um, I've always thought about this myself. I didn't like being called a photographer or a videographer mm-hmm. or any any of that. I want to be called a storyteller. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I feel like I want to be a good storyteller, like to my audience, to my kids, especially when mm-hmm. I tell stories to my kids, I try, I try to paint it in the most interesting way. And so that's how I try to approach my, um, my captions. Like, mm-hmm. okay, what if my kids were looking at this, like when they, if they understand this, right? Like, how do I mm-hmm. explain to them? And I try to come from a point of, um, something that they can relate. So that's why I start with the stories. Like, I didn't like this monitor or this monitor crapped out on me. And it's, um, it's a point of frustration and then yeah. a solution. And then this is Because a lot like, of people relate to that. Yeah. So, yeah. but again, that's that's a totally different topic. But yeah, you know, just be gonna clear. we're going to get off topic at some I know. point. <laughs> be clear with your, with your captions. Be clear that you are being sponsored. That's really, really yes. important. And just to be safe, I always still put at the bottom of my captions, hashtag sponsored before mm-hmm. any other hashtag. And mm-hmm. if you are able to, because this is kind of wonky in Instagram itself, um, you can tag your business partner when you're being sponsored. Instagram has a good way of figuring, out, figuring that out when, when you write your they captions. Do. Yeah, and you write like hashtag ad or hashtag sponsored. They'll ask you, would you like to tag mm-hmm. your business partner? The problem yeah. is these business partners... They have they, to approve you. They have to approve you. Yeah. So you <laughs> so can reach. So annoying. I know. It's so annoying. You can reach out to them. But sometimes even if you re- reach out to them, they're like. They don't uh, get back to you. No, they don't get back to you. So. And then. So Instagram keeps reminding you like, hey, you need to tag your your partner. And you're like, oh, I've tried, but I can't. <laughs> get off my back, Instagram. <laughs> I know. You're not my dad. You're it's not so, my dad. It's so annoying. But yeah, just make sure that you write hashtag sponsored or ad at the mm-hmm. end. I, I don't like it, but I don't like putting it in the beginning. Although I will say there is one special case where I did put that in the beginning because it was just so obvious. It was sponsored, um, which was the Dyson one. Do you remember that? Oh, I do. I do remember that. Yeah. And I remember thinking that was odd for you that you put yeah. it in the beginning. Yeah. Because but was that something that they required or no, did you just do I it just, on your own? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it was just so left field for me. Like I'm, yeah. you know, photography, desk setups and everything. And now all of a sudden Dyson. And it's like a lamp, yeah, a thousand dollar lamp. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we all know Michael would have never bought. <laughs> right? <laughs> you can expect me to buy that thousand dollar lamp, but Michael, no, never. <laughs> so funny, but yeah. So I just wanted to make sure that people knew this because I I feel like if I were to force myself to try to make it sound like it wasn't an ad, mm-hmm. I would be coming off as very. Like, just not authentic anymore. Yeah. I, I'd be trying too hard. I'd be like, yeah. like okay, guys, we, the, my audience will probably 
say, we know that this is a sponsored ad. You don't have to pretend, you know, but telling stories or whatever. Yeah. So I approached it as an ad. I just said, ad, Dyson mm. sent me this and this is my experience. This is really, so it kind of turned into a review while mm. basically highlighting everything about it except for the price because the price is pretty steep. You don't so. want to tell them that price. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they ain't going nowhere if you yeah. tell them that price and they're like, mm, bye. <laughs> Again, that's that's going to another topic, right? Like, um, we, should, right. we should remember that, Chelsea. Like, writing captions. Write yeah, so writing <laughs> captions and the things that you should highlight, the things that you shouldn't highlight, maybe, or mm -hmm. sidestep. But um, moving on. Uh, moving one on. Last, <laughs> one last thing on this topic about sponsorships. I asked this to uh, I asked Chelsea this earlier before we started recording. What have What would you do if the item that you were sent was either defective or you realize that it is not good, like you don't like it? Yeah, I me personally, I have not come across this, but I've always thought about it. Like if I do get something and it's just like not something that I want to promote to my my viewers or my followers, I would definitely just be honest and let the company know like, hey, I received it, but it, you know, upon receiving it, it wasn't what I thought or it's broken or I don't mm -hmm. think this is going to work well with my followers. Um, just something like that. I mean, you want to be honest with the company too. Yeah. So yeah, so that's how I would go about it. Yeah, that's that's the right way of doing it because I, I, was, I was just dealing with that yesterday and this oh, company really? sent me a product that I was not happy with. And I said, I can't, I can't promote this. It's not, yeah. I don't like it. Uh, I mean, I said, it's okay. At best, at best, it was okay. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. and I told them, I told them why. And you know what's funny? These companies, they're usually very accepting of things like that because they want to improve. They want they to sell be, more. They should right? be accepting of that because yeah. that is like us doing that, like influencers in general, like being transparent and honest with them, that's helping them better their company. Exactly. They want to sell oh. they want to sell products. They want to make money and they're not going to mm -hmm. make money if they keep denying it's that. It's trash. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. trash. So, uh, but the obvious comes to play, right? You, you don't have to do it in a very disrespectful manner. I yeah, always try don't to be rude. Yeah, don't be rude. Just say like I said, I said um I was scheduled to post this uh, a few days from now, but mm -hmm. after reviewing it, after using it, I found that this is the issue and I didn't really like it. And I didn't know how to approach it other than just being by my being myself and being honest and saying that this looks nice, but it doesn't really work. So mm -hmm. I would ask them, would you still want me to post it? Mm -hmm. And a lot of them would say, I've had this happen to me twice in the last month. Uh, one said, one actually didn't get back to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what did you do? What did you do in I that didn't situation? Post it. I didn't post Did you just it. keep the product or oh, yeah. I you send it back to them? No. I still have no. the products, both products. The other one mm -hmm. said, what did they say? I forgot what they said. They sent me a message and they said that they appreciate the feedback. I actually like the response. They said they appreciate the feedback. They mm -hmm. want to make better products in the future. They have one that's coming out that I might like. So they gave me the option of posting it if I wanted to and that I can use my real opinion on it. So maybe okay. at that point, they're trying to just salvage the uh, um, the exposure. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because even if mm -hmm. it's negative exposure, it's still exposure. It's still exposure. People yeah. will now know, oh, this company made these products, right? So yeah. that's still, it's not a complete loss. 
So yeah, but that's true. Yeah, the point of the story is coordinate with your collaborator or the, the whoever it is a company that you're collaborating with with as much as possible. If you have any yeah. issues, you know yeah, I mean? if you absolutely. have any issues, they will be most likely more than happy to try to resolve that. I actually do have a story, and it's again with Grovemade. Um, mm-hmm. They when I first started working with them, they wanted to send me over some some products, and I picked out like three things or something. And I actually picked out the black matte desk mat. Mm-hmm. So it's the matte finish. Um, they ended up sending me a blue one. And I contacted our rep over at Grovemate. And I said, hey, you guys accidentally sent me the blue one. Like, if I, I will send this back if you could just send me something else. And they were like, of course, no problem. Like, And yeah. I sent them a picture of, like, what the mat looked like in my space. And it was, it was terrible. Yeah. I was like, this isn't going to do good for either one of us. Yeah. Um, so they were like, of course, like send it back yeah. and we'll get you another one out. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good. It's that's so good, Chelsea, because people are afraid. I myself was afraid to reach out and say I didn't mm. like the product. But you're yeah, helping them. Yeah. You're actually yeah. helping them because you want to paint their company and their product in the best light possible. Right. Yeah, for sure. You want to, to represent that in the best way. And if you feel like whatever they sent you is not... Um, doesn't align with that goal then you have to be honest with them and most likely they will appreciate that honesty and they will try their best to to work with you i've never Mm -hmm. had really any other issues other than this one company not responding anymore because they probably just like well yeah maybe our products are crap so yeah i can't believe they'd ghosted you though like i would have at least wrote something back it was kind of weird they they were very persistent although i would i would have to say though that even though they ghosted me um, they did reach out a couple of times trying to resolve it. And I said, there's just, oh, okay. even if they sent me a new one, I told them basically, even if they sent me, even if you send me a new one, I've gotten to a point where I'm so frustrated about it that I cannot recommend it because of my yeah. bad experience with the first. Because let's pretend that this one actually works. I'm it still, still took you three to get yeah. to one that works. Yeah. You don't want it's, that. It's, yeah, I can't put my name on that one. I'm not going to yeah. recommend you know, look at it from this way. If you have a bad experience with a product, would you recommend it to your friends? Probably not. If Chelsea asked me, oh, is this product really good? I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's great. By the way, hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored. <laughs> I'm not going to do that to Chelsea. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> like. Hashtag ad. <laughs> yeah. That was good. <laughs> but um, but yeah, guys, that's pretty much it for, for today's main topic. And I hope you guys found some sort of um, insight or, I mean, valuable information or insight with what we were talking about there's a lot to cover with sponsored posts but the main points are sponsored posts are good indicators to uh for you to know who your audience are they are not always bad like you you don't have to come across as an ad like as a a fake person when you get sponsored and it also helps you just it goes in your resume I guess is what Mm -hmm. I'm going to say next. You know, it goes on your resume and, you know, make sure you pick the sponsors like correctly. In the beginning, you'll Mm -hmm. get a little bit of like those smaller brands, maybe brands that you're not really excited about, but they go in your resume and you'll just. Yeah, it's a stepping stone. Mm -hmm. It's a stepping stone. Like when you have, as with anything, when you have experience in something, you're more apt to get something that you actually want or like bigger brands or whatever. So, I mean, it really in the beginning it kind of is all about those smaller those smaller yeah. brands kind of they can all get to where you want yeah you can yeah exactly i was going to say you can uh, navigate your your way 
using your sponsors, right? Like mm -hmm. if you wanted to get into, I think I mentioned this last time, if you wanted to get into like sound system, for example, then maybe look for sponsors that are more related to like music or maybe mm -hmm. uh, speakers or what, whatever. You can mm -hmm. navigate your, your brand in that, in that sense. So you can use that for to your sure. advantage. And lastly, when you write your captions, try to write it in a very, very human voice while being very clear, very absolutely clear that it is a sponsored post. Don't write yeah. the generic ones because people don't like that. I sure don't like yeah. that. So moving on, we are, I think, I believe we have gear news. Is that true, Chelsea? We do, we do. I hope you guys are excited as I am. Uh, this week's gear news is all about Polar Pro. And I know you probably know Polar Pro as filters. I know Peter McKinnon like partnered with them. They make uh, neutral density filters. They make like pretty much the whole line, the CP filters, they make them all. Well, now they have recently announced their newest product and it is called, I got to find the name. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cut this out, Michael. I'm going to start over. <laughs> I thought it was taking longer than I had hoped for it to load. I love Here it. Here we go. I know. They have just announced their newest addition to the Polar Pro family, and it's called the Apex, and it is a minimalist tripod with a ball head. It looks so cute, you guys. I want it just because it looks cute. <laughs> Not that I necessarily need it, or do I need to spend $119 to get it, but I want it. They also, as well as the tripod, they have also released... Now i got to find it. <laughs> you know, that's what I like. I'm so unorganized. Hey, it's scrappy. It's scrappy. Okay, they have, as well as the tripod, they have also released a belay camera strap. And you can get that with the mount that you can mount your camera on, or you can get the strap included. And that comes in 0.75 inches or one and a half inch strap. So it's pretty much like uh, what Peak Design has. You know, they have their camera straps that are integrated to change from, you know, different things. You can use it, I think, on their carrying, like their little carrying bags and things. And I think this is the same as what Polar Pro is kind of trying mm -hmm. to do. Like you can switch it from the the mount that you put on your backpack and then you, or then you can put it on the strap. So it's, it's similar to what they're doing. And But theirs is called the Traverse Strap Mount. And all of this looks really exciting. You can check it out on Polar Pro's website, and that's just polarprofilters.com. Uh, let me know what you guys think about it. Leave that um, in our comments on Coffee with Creators and let me know because I'm super excited about it. And I hope you guys are too. That's all I have. <laughs> Thank you for the gear news, Chelsea. Uh, You're welcome. I'm actually really excited about that too because I've been looking for a really nice uh, tabletop tripod. And I was yeah. asking Chelsea about that. And when she mentioned that Polar Pro released or is releasing a new one, I mean, I just got to check it out. Just like like you, Chelsea, just seeing the color scheme, the black and so, gold. It's just I like, know. I want it. I just I want it. it. <laughs> I, know I know. It's so cute. So uh, as part of um, our weekly thing, you know, we like to ask each other what upcoming projects we have uh, on, on, you know, 
on our list or to-do list. And mm-hmm. I'd like to ask you, Chelsea, do you have anything exciting that you wanted to share? I do. I actually have two pro- two projects that are coming up. The companies recently reached out to me. But I have one that I'm really excited about, but I also have a funny story attached to that as well. Um, so since I've been in photography, I've always used Polar Pro filters. And when I started into like Instagram and kind of learning about like getting sponsored posts and stuff, I reached out to, or actually I applied for Polar Pro's like affiliate ambassador program. I've, I think I filled that thing out like two or three times. And every time they're like, "Mm, no, we're going to, we're going to pass, um, which is fine. I mean, I'm cool with it. It's, you know, it's always fine to like not get something that you're going for. But anyways, Yesterday, I was on their, maybe it was two days ago, I was on their Facebook page that they have. It's like, you can join this Facebook page, but it's only for like a small amount of people or whatever. Like, you have to join, you have to be a photographer to to get in, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were looking for beta testers. And so they were like, if you are interested in this, like, email us to, you know, it whatever the email address was. So I, I reached out. I was like, Hey, I'd love to photograph the new products for you guys. Um, just let me know. You can email me back here. And they wrote me back and they were like, Hey, Chelsea, we recognize you from Instagram. When I was reading that, I was like, "Mm, no, you're just being nice. You recognize me from me hounding you guys to get your products. (laughs) Hey, Chelsea, we have a a dedicated, um, filing cabinet for all your applications. (laughs) We know you right here. I'm looking at your photo. (laughs) That's great though. That's awesome. Yeah. So they, they have added me to their list of beta testers. I don't know really what that entails. Like if I will be able to promote it or, Mm -hmm. or not, I know they're emailing me with more information in the next couple of days. So I will okay. definitely keep you guys guys posted, but um I'm still excited. I still get How to exciting. Yeah. I still get to get my hands on new Polar Pro stuff. So Yeah, that's cool. It's exciting. And I, I mm-hmm. want that too. So I'm waiting to see to hear back and and see what what your impressions are because I it's definitely one of those things that I'm I'm putting down in my list as to buy yeah. or I want to I'll buy. definitely I'll definitely let you know. Okay. For that's sure. That's great. Um, what else? Am, am I working on yeah. anything? I am. I actually, actually, I am. I am working on something. And this is probably my most, my most important collaboration today. Really? Yeah. That's it's, um, it's just important to me personally. Um, but it's, it's kind of daunting. The great news about it is that I have a couple of people who are helping me produce this and, uh, sponsors too. Which is great. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing. I'm not going to try to um, paint it as like this humongous thing, but it mm-hmm. is very important for me, and it's probably the one that I will spend like a, a really good amount of uh, energy and time to create. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow is going to be the first day I start creating it, and I'm really, really hoping that by next week I can get it done. But oh, exciting. since I want to put some time into it, I don't want to rush it as well. So I'm I'm going to keep yeah. it like that, basically. So uh, tomorrow I'm going to be off Instagram tomorrow because I'm going to go start creating this thing. And um, I'm hoping that by next week I can share um, the final product. Mm-hmm. So I'll just leave Sweet. it at that. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. Now I'm yeah. curious. So Chelsea and I have managed to recruit a new team member 
And yeah, um, how exciting is that? We have a new team member. I didn't even think of it like that. I know. I'm Look sorry. at that. <laughs> Look at that. Maybe we're slowly moving up the ladder. Just Yay. a little bit, a little bit. Her name's Nicole, and Nicole is actually my cousin. And she's yeah. very, very passionate about organization and just like helping out in general. So she That's listens incredible to this podcast. For us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I know, seriously, because Chelsea and I try to manage the Coffee with Creators podcast um, IG account. Yeah, we're bad at it. We're terrible at it. But this time we have a dedicated person to do that. So send your questions or comments or whatever, and Nicole will take care of you. And don't worry that if you have a specific question for either one of us or even to Nicole, um, ask it and she will get back to you. I mean, what she'll basically say is um, she'll ask me, hey, uh, this is the question. How do you want me to respond? And mm-hmm. she'll, it's still our voices, but she's helping yeah. us manage it. And she'll, we'll For ask sure. her to post um, certain things like uh, questions or whatever. And it's coming, still coming from me and Chelsea, but we just, mm-hmm. need, we just have another person helping us do that because it's really, really difficult to juggle with all these things. Yeah. With YouTube and then our own Instagram accounts and our own YouTube accounts. It's, it's hard. It's craziness. I don't know why we do it, Chelsea. Because we love it. Yeah. Because we love it. Exactly. We love it. But yeah. So welcome (laughs) aboard, Nicole. Um, If you guys are on the Instagram account, say hi to her. She's managing that and she is doing a really, really great job. She so is. Far. I loved <laughs> so, far. so far. I loved her stories. Like she did really good with the last two stories that she posted. She, she did, right? Yeah. Killing That's it awesome. already, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. There you go. And um, Michael is outnumbered, so I'm happy for that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kind of used to that already. I have three sisters. So I'm, I'm oh, that's true. That's yeah, I have true. three sisters. So uh, that said, we are going to try to uh, do something new this week. Um, Chelsea and I have decided that maybe as part of like to try to encourage engagement from from the community we want to give you a creative assignment every week and so in line with or this creative assignment for 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 today is going to be in line with what we just talked about uh, in the podcast and that would be sponsorship right so mm-hmm. i want everyone to think of this scenario right so your creative assignment is going to be a company you admire expresses interest in collaborating with you However, they are still in the process of choosing the right influencer, you know, for maximum uh, exposure or effectiveness. How will you sell yourself as a good fit? This can be in any realm, by the way. It can be tech, apparel, travel. um, Photography. Photography, whatever it is. So my little example would be, and this is just a generic answer, right? So if someone like wanted to sell cables, like uh, charging cables, (laughs) right? Charging cables. We not- all get those. We all get those. That's why you probably picked that because there's so many. Because <laughs> you probably experienced this at some point. Yes. Um, I would highlight that my audience is very engaged and that I would offer to give them permission to use my photos after the post. And mm-hmm. also, um, I will offer a swipe up link. So basically, I'm trying to win them over to choose me as mm-hmm. the uh, the influencer. So think of ways of how you were going to spin this. There's really no right or wrong answers to this. We just want Definitely to not. get, yeah, we just want to get the uh, the creative juices flowing. And so what's exciting about this and the reason why we want to do this is hopefully by next week we get enough um, participation that we can share these ideas. So some of you guys might have really, really great ideas that someone else could use and, you know, they could, they could just be inspired by it. And you can pick, basically it's almost like a, 
a huge week-long um, creative uh, brainstorming session. Right. I think it's going to be really fun. I mean, all of you guys that listen are creatives and yeah. that's what we're all about is using our creativity to help others. Mm -hmm. So let's all use that creativity and let's help others. I think this is going to be super fun. I am excited for it. Yeah, me too. I'm going to try to write my own um, ideas. You too, Chelsea, if you can. Oh yeah, write, that's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, we, we should also participate and I can't wait to hear what others can think of, you know, can mm -hmm. you know, come up with. Um, and lastly, before we end this episode, I wanted to, <laughs> I, I mentioned from, oh, actually, before we end this, we have a, a couple of questions. So before we get to that, last episode, oh, yeah. yeah, last episode, I mentioned a creator that I discovered that I said I was going to share, but I never did because I completely forgot. So basically, this person, <laughs> I found his YouTube channel and his review of the microphone that I'm using right now was basically what sold me. And, um, Oh, I remember you mentioned that to me. Yeah. I think I actually, during our warm up. Yeah, I yeah. did mention it in the podcast in the oh, beginning. Okay. Yeah. Maybe but I, I <laughs> never said his name. So his name is um, Phil Felix, um, Cruitt, I think he's, he's on Instagram. His it's at Felix Cruitt. Uh, that's okay. F E L I X K R U I P. And his YouTube channel is called How To Creative. And you should watch it because it's the way he shoots things. Check that out. Yeah. It's really cool. So I think it's one of those creators that people need to discover. He's very, mm -hmm. I, I don't know, his work is really nice. I admire it. And so I started following him and he messaged me. He said, um, oh, you got that mic. And I'm like, dude, your video made me buy that mic. So it's you awesome. You sold me that mic. Yeah. So it, it's awesome. <laughs> you cool. guys should, you should guys should follow him. And, um, so I, I guess before that, we should probably try to get into like some viewer or listener mail or questions. Um, Nicole did email me a list. So, oh, we did get I'm, some over there. I think we did. Okay, let me let me do this real quick. Uh oh, where did I go? I have some as well. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Did you get it on your personal page? Yeah, but it's from last week. Oh, okay, okay. We can, you can go first then. Yeah, it'll it'll still relate. Okay. To this or re relayed this week. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Okay. This is a really good question. And I meant to talk to Michael about this and I completely forgot. But um, who's, who's Zane is um, the follower who, who asked this question. But they said, is there a video on the setup you guys use for podcasts by any chance? And there isn't, but no. Michael and I, we need to get together and we need to make one. I don't know how we're going to get together and make one, but we yeah. need to. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could do, maybe we could just do our own, our own videos or something. I don't know, but. We'll think of I something. Thought, That's yeah, a good idea. I thought that was a really good idea too. Yeah. I definitely need to fix this. Whatever this is. Whatever no, this you're is. you're fine. <laughs> whatever you have there. Okay. Okay. I'll show them. I'll show them how scrappy this thing is. <laughs> So um, scrappy. That's a good suggestion. Yeah, that's great. Let me just um, let me just say he's using cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's an, an Amazon, Amazon box. It's, no, no. <laughs> it is. It's an Amazon box. <laughs> it's like I Michael's pretending playing DJ again. He's pretending. He's playing. <laughs> no, actually, I've seen people on YouTube use that though. They put it on the cardboard and then they use command strips to put it on their wall. That's pretty much what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have the, the stuff yet, but it's good to share. Fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm no, down for I it. I mean, you know, I always say, like, use what you have. Be yeah. creative. Use what you have. And sometimes you just, that's what you come up with, and it's totally fine. So Yeah, as long as it works, right? 
I mean, no yeah. one can see this. <laughs> nope. I mean, except for you. the ones that I, yeah, I posted it on my stories, but. <laughs> well, yeah, everyone has seen it now, Michael. Do you have any other questions? I do. I okay. lost them. I need to find them. Um, I am Michael Evans asks, uh, do you make contracts? And I think that goes back to the topic that we talked about last week mm -hmm. as far as um, collaborations and things. Yeah. And for me personally, I don't make a contract. Um, mm -hmm. But a lot of the larger companies that I've worked with, and I'm sure Michael, the same, they send over contracts for yes. you to sign. Yes, that's usually how it is. So yeah. usually, from my experience, it's uh, they ask you what your terms are, mm -hmm. and they'll draft a contract. And they'll say, yeah. okay, this is what we're asking for, and this is what you will deliver based on what your terms are. Yeah. And, you know, it'll be out by this date. Because sometimes they it, it has to do with release dates and embargoes mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and a lot of, like, legal stuff. But yeah. a lot of um, the smaller collaborations, it's usually just... Um, I kind of like that. Mouth. They're like, okay, you yeah. know, I, yeah, we'll send you something. Well, because nowadays yeah. you can't really hide. If if someone screws anyone over, you, you're on full blast, right? Like you're ruining it's your reputation. Yeah, exactly. To see, like, exactly. So yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's a good great question though. But not mm -hmm. all of my collaborations have contracts per se. No money, but but the big ones they definitely do. You they usually um, um send you one. Yeah, great They'll question. Send you over a contract if they want you to sign it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, anything else, Chelsea, from your end? Yeah, I have one from Maxwell, and it says, or he's asking, the most amazing and worst thing about being a creator on Instagram? It's a really good question. Oh, my God. Um, I'll go first. Okay, yeah, sure. So the, mo the most amazing thing for me on in because of Instagram, honestly, oh, what was the question again? Was yeah, there a the, most the most amazing and worst thing about being a creator on Instagram. Okay. The most amazing thing for me is that it's opening so many doors. Like, I'm not so even talking kind of about, easy. yeah, I'm not even talking about, like, companies. It's just, it's opening doors for me creatively, like, creatively. Like, I didn't know I wanted to do this. I didn't know I wanted, I could actually shoot video. I didn't know I could actually do this. So there's so many things that just six months ago, I never even thought I'd be doing. Like this podcast, mm -hmm. for example. I love right. doing this thing. And right. if it weren't for Instagram... I never would have considered this. Um, I never would have made you do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it weren't for so, Instagram, I never would have hounded him to do it. And I never would have met Chelsea. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's like, I have a new friend now. So that's awesome. Um, the worst thing would probably be still that that burnout. And mm -hmm. we all know that, right? The, the burnout. And it's sometimes it's hard to turn off. Because when yeah. you're on it, like you're just dedicated to it. And you're maybe just me. But I get so burnt out. Uh, that I have to remind myself actively. Okay, you got to stop. Like even days where I where I force myself to stop. Usually the weekends I focus on my kids, yeah. but that's why you'll usually see that in my stories and even like me posting like which house is better, as if I'm oh buying God. those houses. I love those. I love your <laughs> your usually your comments though. It's like me pretending to have this problem. <laughs> like yeah. oh, I do that all the time yeah. too though. Yeah. I just don't post it on Instagram, right. but I'm constantly on Zillow. Like oh, I need this one million dollar oh, home know. that I can't afford. <laughs> Yeah, but that's a uh, consider that your dream board, right? Because I do that. Like this oh, is my dream board. Sure. Like this is the for goal sure. that I want to get. So, but yeah, that's a uh, th that's probably the the best and worst. What about you, Chelsea? The best is the people I've been able to meet, such as Michael and oh, you know Jordan, you. Mm -hmm. and Max and Maxwell, and just all the other people that we have become friends with, and all of the. 
you know, I don't know, like the networking and stuff. Like, I just, I love that about it. Like I've met so many cool people. Like I'm actually joining a guy on, um, one of the projects that he's working on and his name is Justin. And I'm like, that is so cool. Like, cause all of that happened because of Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's just awesome. Like, I love it. And the worst thing is probably the same as what Michael said is just being so like hyper focused on it and forgetting that you have you need to take a break or you're going to get burnt out because it's yeah. such an easy thing. It's such an easy thing to do is to like forget everything else that's going on. And like, you know, when you have something so good, that's working so good for you, like you see those numbers climbing and you just want to keep and, you know, keep going, keep going, keep going. You have to remind yourself to like stop or you're going to end up hating this. And you started this because it's something that you love. So you don't want to start to hate it. So that it's yeah. one of the hardest things is like to realize like, hey, you need to get out of the office. You need to not look in there. You don't need to worry about social media or whatever. It's it's such a double-edged sword. <laughs> it is. It's not as easy as it may sound or seem. I know. It, it we really can is. sit here and say it so easily. Like, hey, you need to take a break. Like, get off. Go take yeah. a break. You're like, I don't we can't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you do that voice. It's hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. Um, what else? Uh, did, do you have any other questions? That, I think, was my last one. Let me okay. just double check. Somebody said, hey, you... This is fire. I don't, I don't know what that is. Well, yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, somebody said, love your style. What is your favorite? Inst okay, so Wrangler Ravrat. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, they said, love your style. What is your favorite Instagrammer? I always love and support the actor Peter. Okay, I don't think this is a real one. My favorite Instagram. <laughs> I don't know. It's like they're trying to like. He got you. Shameless plug, but also <laughs> like you. ask a real question. Like they did get me. Okay, let's cut that one out. I'm done. Hook, no line more questions. And sinker. Know, I'll keep right? that in. <laughs> oh God. You just walk right into it. <laughs> I logged right into it. I didn't even get it until they said it was like the last sentence. I always love and support. I know. I like how they compliment you first. That's that's the that's the they got you. Thank um, you. Is that it? Wrangler Rav Rat. <laughs> <laughs> you rat you rat um that's all i'm done no okay. more <laughs> i have a couple of questions here and this one is from the dream setup which i love oh, this page yeah I, I, know them. I remember them from i think this was way back before they had uh, before they had thirty thousand followers i think really um, yeah now, now they're at 150 or probably more it's thanks to them that my page first started gaining attention yeah. because they shared one of my photos and yeah. it started to kick off from after after they shared it, which is yeah. awesome. So thank they you. Are my, they are my per personally, they are my one of my favorite accounts. And yeah, like you, if it weren't for them, the support that they've given me, I wouldn't be here. Honestly, yeah. the dream setup. Same. You guys, I love you guys or you, whoever mm. you are. You're awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't but, know who it is either. Yeah, but they ask how to work out pricing and basically cover that. We covered that in the beginning of this yeah. podcast. So, yeah, you just have you have to know your audience first. You have to know your audience. And at first, it's not going to be easy. At first, it's going to be messy. As a matter of fact, it's going to be there's going to be a lot of mistakes. But the more you do it, it's it's trial and error, kind of. And you figure out like, OK, I can actually I bring more value so you can raise your prices or maybe um you realize that maybe you're charging too much. I don't know. It really depends on your audience. But mm -hmm. 
what other thing comes into play here, and this is one other topic that I want to dive into next next time, is shared content versus original content. Because someone mm-hmm. asked me this. Like, what's better, shared content or original content? Because there are pages that reshare other people's content, yeah. right? Like the dream setup, for example. That's not necessarily a bad thing. And I have a story that I can share about accounts really succeeding doing that. And not How? we're not talking about just followers like numbers we're we're talking about actual revenue so how yeah well that was my question like how did they make revenue from that um sponsor post but it's um it's uh we'll, we'll talk about it next time because okay yeah wanna, no, no no that's totally fine i don't want to get off topic yeah 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 but i don't want to get off topic there there are ways and i've you know i've personally not not experienced it but reading about it was really interesting i'm like oh that's actually really a good idea but so we'll, we'll share that in the next um in maybe in a next week or the week after it really depends on what we're talking about sure. um so the next question is from lisa and lisa martinovska i i really try hard lisa to read your name i hope i said that correctly uh <laughs> she said how to say no politely to a collaboration offer if they are persistent and keep asking you I usually just say, um, I usually just say, I appreciate you reaching out. Is this the company that I think that it is? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Lisa, how I would approach this is usually I compliment them. I say, well, say thank you first for reaching out. And I, and I tell them that their product looks interesting and that their audience will definitely find that maybe find some value in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just go into, but I feel like our brands don't align. Mm-hmm. And so I appreciate you reaching out, but I'm going to have to politely decline the opportunity because I want them to know that they're offering me an opportunity, right? Like it's not mm-hmm. the other way around. Like I'm offering them an opportunity to work with me. Although that's how I feel, but I want <laughs> them to feel, you're right. That's, oh I want them to feel that they are, the one who's yeah. offering me, which is actually true. You know what I mean? It's it's a two-way yeah. street. It's, but, yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's two-way. Yeah, it's a two-way street. You just shower just them with good words first. <laughs> Even though I feel that's what it is. But, you know, it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely true. It's just hilarious. <laughs> yeah. How would you approach it, Chelsea? I Well, I have. Um, mm-hmm. Just politely say, you know, again, thanks for reaching out. Unfortunately, I don't think we are on the same page as far as like things go. Um, I'm going to have to pass for now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know Lisa said that they continue to reach out to her. Um, I would probably just do one polite email and then ignore, I guess. Yeah. Usually they're, Um, they're very good except for that one company. (laughs) Well, yeah, we ended up saying yes. So I know 11, (laughs) I know 11 emails later. (laughs) 11. My gosh. You think they take a hint, but you know, okay, let's use that as an example because I replied to every one of their emails because it's different people as different reps every time. And, you know, politely say, I have too many desks in my office. I, you know, I was polite. I wasn't like, I have too many desks. I don't need yours. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, I would say no. And then I wouldn't, or I would like counter their offer. I'd be like, I don't need this, but I was searching your website and I, you know, I think maybe this will do. Can can you send me this instead? And then when they would say no, like I just would reply and say thank you. And that would pretty much be the end of it until they sent another rep my way. And then I'd have to start all over again. But 
<laughs> I mean, just be polite, be cordial. Um, if they start getting too houndy, I would probably just ignore, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Block. <laughs> I don't know what you do after that point, you know? <laughs> they really like you, Lisa, if they keep um, Yeah. They keep Maybe you. give them a shot. Um, yeah. Me and Michael did, so. <laughs> yeah. Just be creative. We were creative and found and found a way, so maybe, I don't know. Actually, I don't want to give her advice. No, no, actually, that, that's a really good point. If they are, if they are very pushy, and if you feel, you can try to look at it from a perspective of, okay, how can I take advantage of this, right? Mm-hmm. They really want to work with me, then I will demand this, 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 and this. But make sure it works for you, not for them. Yeah. You're not doing mm-hmm. them a favor. I mean, they're not doing you a favor. You're doing them a favor. Mm-hmm. So come from that perspective if they're really, yeah. really pushy. But obviously, if it doesn't not align with you at all. Yeah, if it doesn't yeah, align with you, like, at all, like, if they're trying to sell you, like, some lingerie or something to promote on your your tech page like that's not gonna work whatsoever yeah. <laughs> so does it have, does it have rgb lighting <laughs> it lights up it, okay it probably does oh my god all right two more questions actually from lisa and these are all good questions uh the, the the other one is if you do sponsored content do you boost your engagement through sponsoring the post i have not sponsored any of my posts uh, i mean mm-hmm. i don't um like I don't pay, pay for, for them? Yeah. yeah, no, I've never done that. But Chelsea and I have had companies sponsor our posts. We have. Same yeah. company. Go so us. So it's it's usually that way. They usually pay for that if they want to sponsor it. Because, I mean, you're advertising yeah. your product already. And they would yeah, I don't think they would it. want. I don't think they would want you to pay for that. Right, that yeah. That doesn't seem like, yeah, no. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah. So I've never, we, we've never had to sponsor our own posts. Um have you ever pitched content creation to one of your dream bands brands? Do you yes. want to take this, Chelsea? <laughs> I've done that so many times. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. The first company that I pitched to was, I guess, like the large the larger company that I pitched to was Loom Cube. And they, mm-hmm. they said yes, which mm-hmm. was really surprising to me. And then the next one was Aperture, and they also said yes. I've had a lot more say no. I can't really think of mm-hmm. well. Peak Design said no, which mm-hmm. that kind of sucked because I like them. But I actually understand why Peak Design said no. Um, is probably just because my Instagram doesn't exactly line with, like, I guess the travel, like, find your peak thing that they're looking for, which yeah. that's understandable. That's cool. Yeah, and, and sometimes they don't need brand awareness anymore. They're so well-known in the point, community. I yeah, like, so, yeah. So that's okay. I yeah. I mean, they did give me an affiliate link. Remember I told you that they said no to that? Well, it turns out they did say yes. I had an account oh. the whole time. <laughs> there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, so I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah, continue uh, to buy their products. I don't care. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's it's the same thing. Like, I, I, like Chelsea, I've pitched my ideas to so many companies that I've gotten either no response or they've said no, which yeah. is totally fine. That's just like looking yeah. for a new client, right? And um, you, the way you approach it or the way I approach it is I definitely try to paint it as clear as possible so that they know what benefits, uh, how they would benefit for it from it, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Like this new project that I'm working on, I've pitched to a couple of cl- um, brands on this one. And two of them I really, really like. And they said yes, which is great. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so, exciting. Yeah, but you have to, you have to really pitch it you have to really sell it you have to show them like this is what's going to happen 
And mm-hmm. I think it would help your, I mean, you, I didn't have to explain it to them. Basically, I just made sure that it's clear to them that if this happens and if this um, is received well, it's going to be good for them, mm-hmm. basically. So, so yeah, I pitch, pitch ideas and content to, to my dream clients, and you should do that. You should definitely oh, try yeah. that. But Absolutely. Come, yeah, don't, don't approach it like, hey, can I get some freebies? No, it will yeah, never work like <laughs> don't that. Don't do that. It'll don't do that. And that also, also, don't just rely on the fact that, the, that you love their product. Because, I mean, anyone can say, I love your product. I would love to promote it. Like, you have to really sell it, like Michael said. You have to yeah. let them know that your following is very engaged. That this, you sending me the product, will in turn turn into dollars for yeah. them. Yeah. You know, you they have to know that. If they don't know that, I mean, it's not going to be any gain for them, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's still a business transaction, right? It for is. For both parties. It is. I mean, I'm sure they they like that you like their products, but that mm-hmm. that doesn't make money for them. Exactly, so. yeah. <laughs> Unless you're buying it, but not yeah. if they're just giving it to you. But those are great questions, Lisa. I really appreciate you sending She always those. has the best questions. She's She's very engaged. Look at that. She See? is. She's so engaged. I know. I love Lisa. <laughs> um, I know. Me too. There's, I think I have one last question. Uh, oh, yeah. One last question, and this is by SDZ Studios, and they ask, how do you start getting sponsored content type jobs? Mm. Um, for me, um, mm. it really just started with consistency, mm. posting quality content, and everything else came from there. I mean, the first company that I ever worked with, they reached out to me, and I kind of just started taking it from there. Like after the first company reached out to me, then I reached out to other companies. Some said yes, some said no. And then other companies, it just, it kind of was like a snowball effect, I guess, as well as the quality content. That's the most important thing I think Mm -hmm. is having quality content, like good photos, good videos, stuff that really makes their products look good, look good or will look good. I'm going to approach it from a different perspective and I'm going to use myself as an example. And when I say that, when I wanted to get sponsored content, I remember that, I mean, uh, sponsored product. I remember this very clearly. Uh, almost two years ago, I said, God, I wish LG would send me a monitor. I remember that very clearly. And like, how do I did do you, that? Did you post that or you just said that to your in your mind? I, I just said that in my mind. Like, okay. This was when I was way, 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 way small, like uh, under 5,000, I think. And I said. Was I following you then? Mm-mm, when was yet. it? No, not this yet. This very early. This is like two years ago, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then they said, I said, you know, I want these companies to start sponsoring me, like a, a monitor or whatever. And I was new, but I figured that how would someone like LG or any other tech company, for example, want to show me or want to give me one of their products so I can share it with my followers? Mm-hmm. And so I said, the only way that they can do that or they would do that is if I if I am a trusted voice in a sense that whatever I say, my impressions, whatever it is, mm-hmm. will help generate sale. Mm-hmm. So I started doing reviews, like really, really simple reviews in my captions, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have anything to review other than the stuff that I already have. So I had my favorite headphones. They were, mm-hmm. I remember them very clearly because they're still on my feed. They're called, uh, they were not, they weren't, they're not my favorite right now, but they were <laughs> at that at that time. They're called the, the M-Pals. Have you heard of those? There's like super so. cheap brands on Amazon that sound really 
decent, actually. MPOW, M-P-O-W. And I was talking about that. I said, oh, I, you know, these sound good, you know, for the price. And so I started with mm-hmm. what I had. And I didn't have anything else on my desk, honestly. And so I started talking about that. And then I ordered a... And these things were my personal stuff. Like, I bought um, a wireless charger from Peel, that company that made... That back then, they had, like, the slimmest wireless charger. And so I started talking about that. So basically, I've established myself as someone whose opinion on a certain topic, whether it's a product or service or whatever, that people will value. So if you want to get sponsored in that realm, in that Mm -hmm. sense, then you have to be valuable to the eyes of that dream sponsor that you want. So if you want desk accessories, for example, talk about desk stuff, show your desk setup, um, and then then reach out to like companies like Grovemade, for example, and say, hey, you know, I have a really engaged audience and you know, this is the value that I bring to the community. And so Mm -hmm. that makes them more likely to want to work with you because now you have a voice. Now you have this, this, uh, this brand Mm -hmm. that they can, they can work with. Yeah. That's actually exactly what I did too. And I remember kind of reviewing, um, my chair, uh, that I use from uplift desk. And then I also did, um, my lacy hard drive. And so after I did kind of like that little review, um, of the hard drive, I reached out to Lacey and they ghosted me. They were like, we ain't going right back. And they didn't. <laughs> they still have to this day have not written me back. <laughs> it was like almost I love I love those stories. Ago. I love those stories, Chelsea, because like I I personally have those stories too. And I always yeah. use that as fuel. I'm like, I'm like, I want to look back years from now once, you know, obviously we're all hoping for things to get better, right? Like of course I'm not talking yeah. I'm I'm talking about career wise. Like, mm-hmm. I want this to keep growing. I want to keep establishing my brand to keep it growing. I use those instances as fuel. Like, mm-hmm. and it's actually happened to me already, Chelsea, where I reached out to a brand and they said no. And I'm like, mm, okay, maybe one day. And then sure enough, they reach out. Hey, it happened to me with, it happened to me with Made. Yeah. When <laughs> I first approached them, they yeah. said no twice. Yeah. And... <laughs> The reason I wrote them twice isn't because I was being like super pushy. It's because the first time that I wrote them, I, of course, had already brought, bought their products because I love their products. And um, I just reached out and asked if they worked with influencers or if they did any sort of like affiliate program because I'm already, um, you know, promoting their products and my following already loves their products because I was constantly getting direct messages like people asking, what is that, that mouse pad, that desk pad, what is that? Like, mm-hmm. and then I would send them to Grovemade, but I wasn't getting, getting any kickback. So I wrote Grovemade and they were like, unfortunately don't, but write us around January. Well, January came and I was like, Hey, it's January. And <laughs> <laughs> then, then again, they said no. And lo and behold, I think it was like, when did they, when did we start working with them? Like April? Um, yeah. I'd March? say around April. March, yeah, April, probably think, yeah. March or April, um, the rep over there that we work with reached out to me. And I was like, ah. <laughs> it is like, it's super exciting. Like when you have worked to get sponsored by this 
you know, by this company and then they reach mm-hmm. out to you, you're like, I mean, you're like on top of the world. It, it was yeah. awesome. It was it, super it's an cool. Awesome feeling. Yeah, also, for sure. Also, I want you guys to remember that these brands, they're also people, right? They're also people, they're businesses. Sure. So when they say no, that doesn't mean they're being mean. It's not it's personal. Just, it's yeah, not it's personal. it doesn't work for them. Like if I yeah. own a business and if someone wants to work with me, I'm like, I really don't have the budget for that right now. Then right, yeah. I wasn't being personal, right? So these brands, mm-hmm. um, you have to respect that as well. Like when they say oh, no, yeah. it's fine. It's not being personal. So don't be afraid. Be like Chelsea. Don't be afraid to keep asking. And, keep you know, asking. Yeah, just keep asking. It's, I love how she'll just come back with, yeah, they said no. Yeah, they said no. They, they said no. <laughs> so no, I mean, it's fine. It's, it's totally fine. fine. Yeah. 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 But, um, but that's pretty much it for today's episode. I know we... we we rambled on it, but I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was I fun. I think it was a really great episode. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to hear what you guys thought about it as well. Yep. Um, right, exactly. So, yeah. And also, just a little reminder, next week, um, or we started a poll. We asked Chelsea, I mean, not Chelsea, Nicole, to post a poll on the Coffee Bee Creators story, basically asking who you want our next guest to be. Is mm-hmm. it, it can be a specific person. It can be from a, a certain industry. So please share your thoughts and you can just message us through there. Uh, some of you yeah. have sent their suggestions and they're really good suggestions. So we'll have take they, that I into account. I keep missing this. Um, I'll send you the one. I'll send you the one that Nicole sent to me. It was like an updated list. And okay. it's a really good list. So we'll, we'll... That's exciting that people are actually engaged with that. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so I we are... I didn't know yeah, that. We're, we're definitely encouraging you to, to participate. And also please share us with your friends. Spread the word, coffee with creators, yes. and for any people that you think might find some value or benefit from from the conversations that we have here, um, Chelsea and I are trying our really best to get better at this and to bring you more insightful things that you can actually yes. use. And if you can, absolutely, and I think we're on a great roll as far as like the last two episodes, what we have done, I think they've been really valuable to the listeners. And I hope you guys think they're valuable. I mean, I feel like they are. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to have had something like this. And I'm sure there are things out there like this. But I feel like our group of listeners are like people that we actually know. And I, you know, I think they're really getting a lot of insight and helpful insight from real people. They know that we're real. And, you know, so... Okay, yeah. I'm gonna stop rambling. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I, I totally get what you're what you're yeah. trying to say, though. It's it's like yeah, and also know that Chelsea and I are going through this, and if there's anything that we learn, I mean, I'm sure we're gonna stumble at some point. We'll, yeah. we'll let you know. You know, we'll, we'll you, you, know. you can learn from our mistakes, and um, but yeah, we're we're just more than happy to share with you what our experiences are because, like you know, what Chelsea said, when we started. We had no one to turn to. It was just like a blind. It was like, like the Wild West, like Marquez. It was, said. yeah, <laughs> seriously was. So, again, if you can write, rate us on iTunes, please do because that'll help people yes. discover us more. Um, that's the only Definitely way that I that. know people can rate us. I don't know if they could rate us on Spotify. Can they do that? I don't or know. Anchor? I don't know a whole lot. No, yeah. not well. No, uh, I don't know. Well, if you guys know, <laughs> we don't have <laughs> all the answers. Yeah. But um, thank you again for hanging out with us. It's been a fun, fun episode. And um, can't wait to edit this. So hopefully I can get this out early, early Monday before uh, before when when people wake up in the morning. Um, Do you have anything else to say, Chelsea, that you wanted to? I don't. I think that's it. I think that is a wrap. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for hanging out with your favorite coffee and pizza crew. Until next time, this is Michael. And Chelsea. Signing off. Bye. Bye.